0: Jess, Trey, Amy, Quinn, Ray, Leah, Maddie, Ray, Lily, Charlie, Faye, M, Bryce, Daniela, Elena, Marshall. Hey everyone, it's Ash. And Liz. And you're talking with my Puzzle Pieces.
1: Hello and happy, well it's Sunday. I don't know what it'll be when you re- listen to this, but right now
0: it's Sunday. Probably Sunday Might I well post it.
1: Okay. Or well, then Monday, maybe. Um, Happy someday soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we got up this morning and ran eight miles. We we did that. And it wasn't great.
0: It's humid here.
1: Really? Where humid. we live,
0: it's humid, and it
1: rained. Yep. And it was hard to breathe the air, and like there was no breeze, so you'd sweat, and it would just like sit on your skin. Yeah,
0: wasn't am gonna lie, it wasn't great.
1: It was not. It's not great. Um, but we did the damn thing. Wait. We did, and we weren't as slow as I thought we were going to be. We we were not fast.
0: We were not, but
1: um, but it could have been worse. It
0: could have been a lot worse.
1: So that's that's what we've done with our day. What have you done with yours, humans of the world? They're not going to answer because they're not here. It's true. I know. <laughs> it's just you know,
0: it's throwing it's it out curious. there. Curious
1: curious what they've been up to in their lives. What, I don't know what the people who listen to us do with their free time, besides listen to podcasts, obviously.
0: obviously. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, we had had a listener question last episode, mm-hmm. and the question was about faith and about um, Ash and All's journey um, with faith. And so we thought we would go ahead and talk about that today. Yeah, seemed like we might as well. We did have something else specific planned, so why not, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if we decided or if you communicated your decision. Are are certain people talking? Is it just going to be more collective? What are, what are, what
0: are? I think for this episode, for like the start of discussing Mm -hmm. it, it's going to be a little more collective and then specific people might pop out or like later on as Mm -hmm. we start talking about it more.
1: Okay. So just so you guys know kind of what our game plan is, not that we necessarily follow our game plans, but the current thought process.
0: And sometimes we start talking and then it goes a different way and that's just what it is. Mm -hmm.
1: But what what we're thinking is that we're going to start with talking about kind of. Their childhood relationship with faith and kind of what like church and God and all of that meant to them when they were young. And we'll see how far we get mm-hmm. um, today. And then in future episodes, we'll talk a little bit more about like adulthood and then about their journey to um, each part finding their own faith and it being like a collective and individual thing for the, the system. Yeah. So, so there you go. So, you guys. Started off your life Catholic.
0: Yes, we did.
1: And I think that there are a lot of Catholics in the world who have a very strong faith, and I don't want to in any way imply that like Catholics are bad.
0: Yes, I think in doing this, just in general, we're not like your faith is your faith, and whatever you believe, this is just what we believe. So I don't want it to be like, oh, we think other faiths are bad or Mm -hmm. this is what works for you
1: and and in general for me, too. Yeah. Um, And I think like I also think there's like a denomination that fits you um, if you are a Christian. And we um, neither you guys nor I found that in the Catholic Church. Yeah, and you might. And that's like, yep,
0: that's I have a, great. a really I,
1: good friend who's Catholic. And, and she's.
0: Everyone has different yep. experiences. And a lot of times it's really just your church and what mm-hmm. works for you. So, just so as an upfront Don't be this, offended. This isn't to offend anyone or to say, like, the way we view things is right. Um, this is just what we believe and how we got to this place.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, I was also Catholic when I was little and for. My family, that meant you got baptized. Yes. um, and then not a huge amount else. Like there was some components, but it wasn't it didn't feel like it was like woven into the fabric of my life when I was young, the way I've been tr- I try
0: to do it for my kids. What was your experience? Like? um, so I don't really remember going to church much when I was a child. Um, like, do you think I it's so that you guys don't remember
1: it, or yeah. do you think it's that so you really didn't attend frequently?
0: Um, I, I don't think we attended very frequently mm-hmm. as a family. I um, feel like we tried to go on, like, the big holidays, mm-hmm. and if we, like, happened to be, like, going into town already, we would often go to church, but we did live out in the country, and I think sometimes that was used as a reason, like... was well, so a sort of easy. Like, an easy excuse. out of, like, oh, well, like, yeah. we have to drive all the way in and whatever, and... So we didn't go um, very frequently when I when I was younger, um, but I did do what's called um, CCD or catechism classes. That was when you were older though, right? So those start when you're like, those start when you're young. How young? I want to say like second or third grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes
1: sense because it's first communion.
0: Yeah, like I think that's the year we started. The year we took first communion was when we started. Yep, that second, makes sense. In second grade.
1: Because I did that too.
0: Yep. So um, we did that and that's, you know, like every Wednesday basically like during the school year.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I think you and I both grew up in communities that were, there was a lot of like kids like most of my grade was all in CCD classes together and they would like make announcements at my school. About, like, oh, CCD classes are canceled tonight, like over the intercom. Like, yeah. it was. I
0: think I was in a slightly bigger area. Like, I didn't live as in. Like, you weren't quite as rural as me? Yeah. So, like, not at school like that, but like a lot of my friends, like a was good a amount common of people. Thing to do. Yeah. Like, there were a good amount of Catholic churches. And um, you also do it when you're. Some Lutheran denominations do it as well. So, mm-hmm, But not until older, though, right? Like, they had Sunday school, but not. Yeah, but I think they had, like, fifth grade, I want to say. Yeah, fifth grade
1: like. is when confirmation classes
0: start, I think. Start. So, like, even, I mean, as we were, like, 10-ish, yeah. 11-ish, like, we did have other friends that, that also mm-hmm. were in it just for a different denomination. Mm-hmm. So we had that as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So when
1: you were you didn't go to church on the regular. You went to, um, like catechism classes. Mm -hmm. What, what did God feel like to you? Like, did it, what was that? Was there any sense of relationship? Like, how did you view God when you were little?
0: So don't feel like for us, there was much of a sense of like, you had a relationship with God. Like I know you prayed, Mm -hmm. but, um, praying for us was very much like you said, prayers like a Hail Mary or something yes like something you were already taught and you mm-hmm. how to say um it wasn't a lot of like just talking with God or having like a relationship mm-hmm. or being able to just like I don't
1: know like I know for me when I was little and I think you and I had a little bit similar kind of young experience with faith that like God was like sort of this big slightly scary like not approachable
0: figure. Yeah, so it was very much like... Like, I knew he loved me. He was good, and he was supposed to care about you, but, like, he was the one that was going to make sure you did what you were supposed to Mm -hmm. do, and that you, you know... He could send you to hell. Yeah, so it was much... I I remember being... Like, I didn't really understand the concept. Like, I knew who God was, but Mm -hmm. I, I didn't really really understand him Mm -hmm. i don't think yeah and my faith felt very much a lot of like being afraid Mm -hmm. (laughs) of like well like kind of like rules and like yeah a lot of like you have to do this and you shouldn't do that and during lunch you can't eat meat and um and then you have to, like, you got to go to confession. You have and, like, to go to confession and talk about all of the things that you are doing that are so wrong. So when
1: I was little, and I don't know, again, maybe this is your wasn't your experience, but I had it in my mind that you had to have confessed every single sin before you died. And I was terrified that I would do something wrong and have not, like, confessed it and asked for forgiveness. And I would go to hell because I had, like, missed something.
0: So I don't think I had quite that feeling, but there was a feeling of like um, like you have to confess all these bad things because you're a bad mm-hmm. person and like God's going to know every little thing you did wrong and you should feel so bad about all of the things you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was just terrified, like any little mistake, I was terrified. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's other reasons for that, but it, there was a connection of like, I had to be perfect in my faith as well. Mm -hmm. And that, that was very challenging.
1: Well, and like, I think of like another like system that I've, I've worked with that was from a very conservative Christian home. And I think that if there hadn't been other struggles in the home, it might've been okay. But because that they were already getting this message of, like, you're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. You're you're a bad person. You're, like, in every way in the home, that, that it stuck with them differently than I think it would have had they um, had other things different in their life.
0: Yeah. So I remember being little and, you know, everything I did wrong. And so when you're in fourth grade, so, like, I don't know, 10, mm-hmm. you have to start confession and you have to and I remember I have this horrid memory of the first sentence it's called reconciliation Mm -hmm. which is like this giant scary word anyway Mm -hmm. that just feels intimidating and like it really is just about like getting right with God and like being able
1: to like say like God I make mistakes and whatever but like when you're a kid or when you don't really understand that concept of reconciliation that is a really big,
0: scary word. Well, and so uh, the very first time, and you know, you you see it like right in all the movies, right? like mm-hmm. you go into this little booth, and it's mm-hmm. this, like private little thing, and you. So no, here's what happened. This is so bad. I can't. I don't know why the church did it this way. And they if wanted to torture from the, you, I think a church ever hears this and you do it this way, just pause and think, please. Maybe, maybe don't. Maybe don't. So we all like everyone in this in the fourth grade. And like, how many kids is that roughly for you guys? Like 20? I think for our church, it was like 20 to 30 kids, okay. but we combined it with another church. Okay. So it was probably so it was like, like a good number 40 to 50 kids. Yeah. All like sitting in pews. You're supposed to be dead silent, not talk to anybody. And you all get in a line. <laughs> this is so horrid. And so the priest is standing. There were two priests. There's one on each side of like the church, like in front of each set of pews. Mm-hmm. Which is, is common enough. Like how you would take communion yep. if you've ever done that. And so everyone got in a line, and you individually had to go up in front of everybody, and, like, they couldn't hear you necessarily. But they couldn't not hear you either. Like, it wasn't yeah, like private. They, there was, like, enough space that, like, they couldn't really hear what you were saying. But anyway. But I bet it felt like everyone it could felt hear felt like every everyone thought knew and everything every, yeah. you were saying, and you had to confess all of your sins in right there out in the open and like we probably had like a minute like yeah like they were like okay and you're like okay i don't want to be the kid that's like up here forever and looks like a weirdo that's like chit-chatting with the priest and like confessing Mm -hmm. all the like you also don't want to like feel like oh my god i didn't say anything and like i didn't say enough yeah and the priest is going to be like well you little liar you know (laughs) and i ended up in the and so they and they just they mixed us all up by name So half of us didn't have our own priest. Oh, We had to go to the other priest from the other church. That's scary. And then he, like, puts his hand on your head in front of everyone and is like, I absolve you, and then here's what you have to do. And then you have to go sit in the pew while all the rest of the people go up and, like, pray and think about your sins.
1: So if you're not Catholic, in the Catholic Church there's the concept of, like, confession and penance and whatever. So you... You go up and you, or in whatever way, you tell the, the priest what you've done wrong, what your sins are in, I think, more or less detail. Mm-hmm. And then he assigns you penance. So you have to, like, do, say, say so many of a specific prayer, like so many Hail Marys or so many Our Fathers or
0: I or, it, was or like I don't one? know. I remember for, I think those are the two big ones. I remember it being like, well, work on being nicer to your sibling. Or, you know, like, here's what okay. you have to work on and you're like,
1: Okay, it's going to do that anyway, probably because mom
0: says, yeah. Cause I'm like terrified <laughs> right now, but it's fine. And it just, it wasn't a good, a good feeling. It didn't feel good. I didn't feel good about it. I was scared. I didn't know like, and they didn't really prepare you and you you don't, we, you don't really have a personal relationship with your priest. Like he's just this guy who stands up in front of the church and mm-hmm. says all these words and, I didn't know him super well. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. have a very personal relationship with him. So it was just, like, and then and then there was this, like, God's going to know if I don't confess everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, and we didn't know what. You're we... like a child. Like, how do you know which things to confess or what, how much to say or. And for us, we had some, like, bad things happening. So it mm-hmm. was, like do we confess those things? Is that our fault? I don't know. I'm not supposed to tell anybody that like about these things that right. are happening. So then there's this like complication of like, so you're not supposed to say these things are happening to you. Cause like the person told you to not abusing to. you is like, you can't tell anybody yep. because it makes you bad. But then they're like, confess all these bad things. And you're like, wait, what do I do? Well, and what's
1: God going to think? Right. Like, yeah, So like, if I, if you are sinning and you're not confessing it, then is God going to be mad at you? Or, but if you say it, then this person who's, like, in real
0: life right now is going to be mad at you. And that probably feels scarier. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. And I don't, and like you said, I didn't have a personal relationship. So, I didn't know what he was going to do or how, Mm -hmm. like, he might react. And then I ended up with, you know, the priest not from my church. And it's just this horrible feeling. Like, I don't, I don't know. So, please don't do that to children. Give them some private space and, like, have a real conversation with Mm -hmm. them. Like, like, have a conversation with them about, like, okay, so, like, here's the kind of things that, like, we expect you to confess. And here's, like, what yeah. it's going to look like. And, you know. Well, and I think, too, and I don't –
1: I think many Christian church- churches end up with an emphasis on God, the the judge, God, the righteous, God, the person that, like, is going to send you to heaven or hell. And and while that's a, a facet, I suppose, um, of God, it's not – the part of God that that like necessarily makes you want to I don't know confess or like I don't be know. honest
0: or have a relationship or understand like I don't that know. you even
1: can have a relationship. Like so I that's I guess the thing, like with our like my kids, you and I work really hard to like keep that peace, right? Oh, yeah. Like you're accountable to God and like this is how you can have a relationship because I think confession would be so much less scary. If you understood that God like truly loves like you, like yes. you. Like your parent. Like you
0: like you And like a
1: good parent, not yeah, like the like, shitty parent that some of you yes, might have had.
0: Like a good parent and you're like you're maybe scared because you don't want to disappoint them, but you know they're not gonna like beat you and you know, yeah. It's gonna be horrid. Yes. Like you, you can have that. Well, and like you can come to God and be like, I messed up, I need help. Yes. Like you could that's, with a good parent. That's an option.
1: And I think, honestly, in my mind, that's a lot more of, of how I think confession, and I'm not like a priest or whatever, I think confession should be, is like, I messed up. I'm working on this. I need some help. Like, I'm telling you I messed up. I need help. Versus yeah. like, I am a bad person.
0: Yes. it's. A, it was, it, it that was not a good experience. And then did you get a cool first communion dress though? Because that was
1: my very favorite part about being get a Catholic. I a very child.
0: <laughs> pretty first communion dress, and we had a big party, and mm-hmm. you know, my like, mom I got my made first Bible.
1: Him. Um, so if my mom ever listens to this someday, shout out to my mom who made me the most beautiful first communion dress with puffed sleeves, mm. and I loved that dress so much. The rest of first communion, not so much, but the dress that's yeah, that. Which kind of shows, like I obviously didn't really understand it correctly, right? Because like you don't, because yeah. like you're a kid, so like to some extent, it's going to be about like the dress or whatever. But like it, it also should have been a little bit about like God, and it felt far too much about the dress for me. But <laughs> it's fine.
0: Okay, so, so I would say that was like our young, like we, we just every time we sat in church, we felt bad, and you know, and church felt very like just try to pay attention and not fall asleep. And I know that that's bad Mm -hmm. or like, that's not not ideal, ideal. but it it was. And for some people like the, the way um, Catholicism is, they like that they like the feel of like going to church and knowing what to expect. Mm -hmm. And um, for us, it was like, I just, it was very like ritualistic. We just went Mm -hmm. and said the words and I didn't know what they meant and I didn't understand. And I didn't have parents who could really have a conversation with me about like, why I was saying what I was saying or Mm -hmm. like, so it just felt like I just never really knew like what was going on or how to really feel about things. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to do this because this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Well, and like, I know for me when we were in the Catholic church,
1: my family, um, and again, this, this was our church. It doesn't mean it was all Catholic churches, but I didn't feel super at home there. And partly because we didn't attend regularly, but then like later after we, as a family switch churches or like with, with my kids when we were actively going to church before COVID, like Mm -hmm. church can feel like home. Yeah. It can feel like this amazing welcoming place where you see people who genuinely care about you and where like the sanctuary, the the place where the services are held, isn't this like intimidating place. And I had no idea as a child that that was possible.
0: Yeah, no, I just always felt like, scared and unsure. And like, I didn't know what was happening. You're going to do something wrong. Yeah. Like I was going to mess it up or I wasn't going to pay attention. And a lot of the like messages, I was always like, I don't know what Mm -hmm. they're talking about or what they're saying or, you know, like the the priest would do his message and I would just be like, I don't Mm -hmm. know what you said.
1: And that's unfortunately been like my kids experience at their dad's church of like, they know enough now. I think that they can sometimes follow the message because they know enough like background. Yeah, but very much of their time in church is like sitting there afraid they're going to do something wrong versus being able to really like feel connected to the message.
0: Yeah. And so I just felt like I like I never really knew why I knew we went to church because you we were supposed to go to church, but I didn't understand that like you could understand the message and have a real like personal relationship to the message mm-hmm. and it could like actually affect your life. Yeah, like it could actually be beneficial and you can mm-hmm. feel like there was a purpose to the message and you were, you got something out of church. Yeah. Like you actually benefited from yeah. the church because it meant something to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we didn't really have that. So, and then we church kind of became a chore because to, to look good, basically, mm-hmm. um, we had to be an altar girl. Before
1: before you talk about that, I'm just curious, did you have anyone in your life at all that you felt like did have a more personal relationship with God when you were little or was more connected to him? Or was it not when not I was at little? All?
0: Okay. No, not when I was little. Not That's at what all. I was
1: thinking. I just wanted to see if I was missing something. All right, yeah. go on, altar girl.
0: So I had to be an altar girl. So for I'm if so you've, glad if I never had to do this, you guys. Been to a Catholic church. Um, there's like kids often it, it used to be just boys, it's boys and girls now who like help. At the um, altar. At the altar. They help like they hold the they hold the book and they help bring up the communion stuff and um there's like certain things you have to do. And so
1: you wear like a little robe usually or at least you used to. Do you still yeah, do
0: that? Yeah, you do. You have like this little white robe thing you put on that has this little tie on it and you but walk probably some sweaty kid is born and it hasn't been washed in a decade. <laughs> yeah, it's and you fine. like walk in at the beginning with the um with a priest, like you leave,
1: you know. And you've just spend the whole service up front, Yeah, right? so like, you
0: sit up front on these, like, two little chairs off to the side, and you spend the whole service up front, so everyone can see you, the whole service, which is really anxiety-provoking if you're a child who can get in trouble a lot, mm-hmm. because you don't know if you're going to get in trouble for what you did during service, Right. And it, it's very uncomfortable.
1: Well, then, yeah, that... I would not want to have like even as an adult, like that just seems uncomfortable to have to sit up front for the whole service. And Catholic services are not short, you guys. Like some denominations have like shorter yeah. services. Um, Catholic, it's like always a solid hour.
0: Yeah. Um, and then you can't, you know, be in my I remember like, you're yawning up there, you look like an idiot. Um, if I was like tired and would be get in trouble for yawning and looking like we weren't paying attention, I'd be like, I'm just fucking tired. Like, yeah. And I did this through 11th grade friends. So
1: And and you had a lot else going on in your life through 11th grade, like even not from a trauma perspective, but like you were in dance and you. Life was just
0: busy. You yeah. had
1: a lot going on that it made sense. Plus there was some partying probably on Saturday
0: nights sometimes. Sometimes. Um, that would make you tired. Yes. Um, and yeah, and it just, and then if you missed, it was like this huge thing. And I remember like your parents would get a phone call and like why weren't you there and be like I didn't know like it, it, because my parents often were not up to date on whether or not it was you know our week to serve well, did or they always go with you or were you expected just to go by yourself when you were older so often they they did not go with me it feels they like just cheating. like dropped me off or like you know if I had the early service be, okay we'll, we'll take you really quick and then you know, we'll go to the service later or something, and you're like, "The hell you will, you will not! Like, don't do that to me."
1: Also, well, like, then you would have had to sit through the service twice. Like, no, thank, thank you. you.
0: Yeah. So it, yeah, we just did. It, it wasn't it was it wasn't enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And the classes that I took, a lot of them felt, um, like lecturey. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't. I was just supposed to memorize this stuff, and I didn't really like have a connection to. Well, and you've talked about, like,
1: not having felt safe to, like, ask questions. Like, why yeah. is this this way? Like, help me understand why I yeah, can't no, do it this be or like, why this just, is the way This it is. just
0: is how it is, and I, there wasn't a lot of conversation. Well, and um, that's not
1: something, like, you guys as a collective do like to understand things, and you like to ask questions, yeah. and you like to be able to, like, have it make sense to you. So that had to make it even harder for it you did. to connect It, it to made it
0: more challenging, and then um and some of ours we just we had not great teachers like Mm that because this is like a volunteer thing so like sometimes we just had teachers that weren't great and like i remember one time we watched tarzan i don't know what tarzan (laughs) had to do with
1: doesn't seem like much like
0: disney's tarzan like i don't think that had anything to do with with church but someone wanted to keep you still and quiet for a while yeah and like was running out of things to talk about and i remember we played like a lot of like hangman and games and stuff but i i couldn't tell you what i lot
1: mm-hmm. so there's that yeah when i was young we learned like a lot of like the basic bible stories you know like noah and the ark and jonah and um well and like for me we learned them but we just learned them like yeah. there was no like hey so you know jo- uh noah not jonah jonah was kind of a bad dude and was like not doing what God wanted. And so like he did this and this is how God like convicted him and like sort of punished him but also showed him mercy. And like mm-hmm. this is how it applies to your life. Like there was there was none of that. No. It was just like so there was this guy named Jonah and a whale swallowed him. Yeah. And then that then he came out and it was cool.
0: And that that's that.
1: Congratulations. Yeah. You swallowed you survived. Like that was like the whole story.
0: Yeah. So I just it, I never felt connected or safe and I didn't really have any personal relationships that people like made with me in the church. So mm-hmm. it, it's not like there was a youth group or, you know, anything I was really connected to. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't feel home and it didn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And it, it felt a lot like, you know, if you weren't bad, bad things wouldn't be happening to you. So like, mm-hmm. this must all be your fault. And I think that led to a lot of being like very cranky with the church and mm-hmm. cranky with God and really wanting to just distance ourselves from that and from how our family had raised us.
1: Well, and I think that that message, it, the church still gives it sometimes. And sometimes explicitly, some some churches say it, say it and sort of seem to believe it. Um, But a lot of times it's sort of implied, like, if your faith was stronger or if you were a better person. If you just
0: pray harder. Yeah, like, like God wouldn't be testing
1: you or, like, you should just have faith and then you won't be depressed or you won't be anxious or you won't be struggling with this or that thing. And,
0: yeah, and for us, it just felt like, well, we tried really hard to be good kids and to Mm -hmm. follow you know, and go to church, and serve, and whatever, and these bad things kept happening, so it was kind of like, like, screw you, I'm not, like, I'm done with faith, because...
1: Right, like, if God's there, why is he allowing this? Yeah, he's
0: letting all this bad stuff continue to happen to me, and so I'm done.
1: Yeah, and that, I think, is a a thing I hear a lot from people, like, well, you're not, like, making it stop. Yeah. And then you get the, like, like, well, God won't give you more than you can handle. I mean, I... Sort of, I guess, but... he'll give you more than you want to handle for sure yeah so
0: or more than you feel like you can handle mm -hmm. like it it, you might not have or you don't know what's going to happen later in life or how you're going to be supported and so so it just it was just challenging it Mm -hmm. just was yeah absolutely
1: and I think it is for a lot of kids and I think I don't know like I hear that from kids I work with a good amount like that are Mm -hmm. struggling with like my, my parents say I'm supposed to be a Christian but like these are my struggles with that concept and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um okay so then as you got older as you got older were there things that stayed the same in terms of like faith in your relationship with god did anything change
0: i think so i mean we got confirmed catholic um and that happens in, like, 11th grade. Okay. Um, But I really don't think anything changed. I think it was just... You took the next step because you were well, supposed to. Well, we were supposed to, and I, we, there was definitely fear, like, we would get in trouble, obviously, at home if we, we didn't, if we said mm-hmm. we didn't want to. And probably some level of fear of, like, God being mad at you or... Yeah. And then after high school, I we really kind of just like wrote it off we didn't really we had a close friend who was lutheran and was like very you know believed in god was very like connected but i think we were very just angry and when you were dating someone at the time who had a faith
1: background as well
0: yeah and so i think in like around other people we just kind of like played the game of like we're gonna be the good person and we're Mm -hmm. gonna go you put on the mask essentially church at christmas but we're gonna sit there the whole time and be like this is stupid and like sing songs in our head and you know you were just there because we were supposed to yeah so there was no like real connection and um
1: did anyone know that do you
0: think no
1: what about your friend um who did have the strong face do you think you figured it out a little bit near the end or no
0: I, I'm not sure. I think there was so much going on. I'm not sure.
1: Okay. Do you want to talk about that experience at all? Does that feel something
0: you can talk about? Um, I don't know if right now, but I feel like that's something we could get into when we talk about people who like, influenced our faith journey. Our faith journey and... Okay. All
1: right. So, okay. So then high school and, like, Late high school and into college, college, it was really just... Well, you probably never went to college unless it was somehow connected to something for school, because you went to a Christian school.
0: Yeah, I mean, I went to a Jesuit school. Um, So did you have, like, certain things you had to do? So, no, I remember, like, for a couple things, some people wanted to go, and, like, when you... Your first week there, they have this, like, big Mm -hmm. service for all of the, like, freshmen, Mm -hmm. but no... Yeah, I didn't mean none of my like a couple of my friends I guess had a a little bit of a stronger faith but I don't I don't ever remember us like talking about it or it being Mm -hmm. like a big part of anything.
1: Okay.
0: And like through that whole time
1: you were still still dating a a Christian. Yep. Um, I was
0: dating someone who's very Christian, very religious actually and like very conservatively religious. Yep. Um, And we just I just kind of again played the game and it seemed important to him and well and
1: I think I don't know how to word this exactly but like he was religious um and had a a strong belief system but he
0: didn't understand or emphasize any idea of relationship with God either no I mean more so than how I had grown up but not significantly so it wasn't like it seemed odd to him I don't think
1: that you, like, the way you were.
0: No, and I I do think later on in our relationship, we came to have, like, some kind of, like, we were bad. Like, we didn't hate God anymore, but we weren't strongly connected to our faith. Mm -hmm. Like, we went to some... um, so we converted from Catholicism to what's called Wells, which is Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, which is a type of Lutheran. It's just a subset. Mm-hmm. There's also like a Missouri one and oh, like the evangelical
1: e- Lutheran Church of America. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So we did convert to Wells um, and we took classes. and that Because that's what he was. Yes, because that's what he was. And so that's what we were going to get married at. And that was a huge thing. Um, for my family that I was... was. it really that
1: that upset them?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it was a big thing about how we weren't getting married in my church. Mm -hmm. And you should always get married in the woman's church. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't believe that. Um, and I was like, well, we can't because he's not Catholic. Right. Like, they wouldn't let you. Yeah. So then they wanted to know, like, why, you know, well, why were we choosing his religion? And which is interesting because, um... My mom did not grow up Catholic. Did she grow up anything? Um, Moravian? I don't know what that is. Kind of like Methodist. It's a little bit. It's actually more Lutheran and like. um, It's not Catholic at all. Okay. Um,
1: So it's definitely Christian, just a a different version. Yeah. And it's
0: not like she had a super strong faith, I guess. But she converted um, after her and my dad got married. So how dare you. you later, it, right? later on. And th- then when I was doing it, it was bad. Well, you are generally bad. I'm terrible, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, w- it was. So you took the, like, classes to kind of try, like, switch to become Wells. I took, like, these, you take these classes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did the same thing, actually. And that was actually um, the the pastor who did that was actually i think the person i felt more connected and understood really um those were actually they were really and i think the the nerdy side of us kind of got into that <laughs> um because they were very like he went into like hebrew and the different tribes well, that's and how cool. like everything came to be and how he's learned to read in hebrew and mm-hmm. how there's like certain things in the Bible that, like, don't actually really translate to English very Mm -hmm. well, and we do our best, but if you read it in the Hebrew, it just, like, has a different kind of, like, connotation Mm -hmm. and way to reflect on it, and um, that was actually, I think, way more enjoyable for us and Mm -hmm. gave us, like, a better, I don't know, connection, like, It it it, it felt better,
1: well, you guys connect with things you can wrap your head around in some way. Yeah. And so, so
0: the fact that there was, like, more of a connection and... Um, well, and it wasn't just some person telling you, like, this is how it
1: is. It was like, okay, so here's why. Here's yeah, what this like is. He, he, here's-
0: and he was very, um, like, I'm not saying you have to do this and become wells. Like, if you choose not to join the church and, like, I just want to give you the information. Mm-hmm. And he would go through, like... So here's what we believe. Here's what Catholicism believes. Here's what, you know, here's how Missouri Synod differs. And he went through all of the things and kind of talked to us about, like, each of the different pieces and how they were different. And I think that really made a difference Mm -hmm. and an impression for us because it felt like he was truly, like, just providing information. Mm -hmm. And then we got to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And that and gave us more of an understanding and a history behind faith and Mm -hmm. why things kind of were the way they were and so I think that was like the first time we felt a little more connected Mm -hmm. and like okay like we we believe like I'm not sure if we agree with all of it but there was some piece of like we do agree with some of this Mm -hmm. and enough of it at least to feel comfortable yeah in the church
1: yeah okay I don't know how far do we want to go today do we want to just like give a quick overview of like timeline of things we want to say like we got through like college and that's where we're gonna
0: stop for today like i don't know how I mean, maybe we stop here just because this is kind of like it seems like a natural stopping point yeah this is kind of because that's really kind of until we really believed that's kind of how our faith was i think
1: yeah did you attend
0: much like when you were married initially did you guys go to church we did actually we went like every week okay um and we found a church that was
1: did you go with his family a lot
0: um, Like, holidays, we okay. went with his family. Um, And the church we found, I do think, was a little more, like, I felt connected to. Mm-hmm. Like, I could at least get into the message somewhat okay. and, like, understand what they were talking about. Even okay. if it was a little, like, little harder to be connected sometimes, mm-hmm. it was still, it was better than how it had been growing up. Like, okay. I at least felt, like, some semblance of understanding of what mm-hmm. they were talking about, and that was really helpful. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right, So that was the, so fir-
0: the first-ish that's phase. That's kind of the first, I guess, couple phases of how we mm-hmm. grew up. And I would say until much later in life, until we met you, actually. Yeah, me. Um, we weren't really connected and didn't really understand our faith. and
1: And some parts of you stayed angry, actually.
0: Yeah, for a while.
1: And a little bit hostile. Like, until, like, after you met me and things changed. But, like, when you guys met me, there were still... Like, mm-hmm. I think Bray
0: specifically was a little bit like, nope, yeah, not doing that. So I think once we were honest about, you know, that we were all here and there was different pieces and each had a different feeling and understanding of mm-hmm. faith, that really allowed us to each kind of come to our own understanding mm-hmm. of faith and what it meant for each person or mm-hmm. how it was different for some people than other people and what what faith was going to best fit us as a system. Mm
1: -hmm, Absolutely.
0: If you keep talking,
1: you're going to go into what you want to talk about next. No,
0: I was just saying, like, I think this, that's kind of what we believed. And then I don't think there was like, there wasn't like one turning point for our system. So I think the next branch of what we talk about can be kind of different turning points for different people and how we came to faith as a collective whole. But It was kind of an individual journey until we all really came on board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I had to
1: talk to a lot of you about the same things over and over. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: that's that's faith part one. It is. That is kind of our childhood, early adulthood faith. But really before we were all upfront and honest about our faith, I guess, and Mm -hmm. where we were at collectively.
1: One I think that was a piece of it too. Like you didn't feel growing up, like you guys could ask questions in general or could admit that you didn't know things or didn't understand things. And Mm so while I don't think there was like one turning point in uh, like a ha moment that affected the whole system. Exactly. I do think the realization like that with me or in, in maybe some other context that you guys, could ask a question and say you didn't understand or you didn't agree I think that was a big turning point for you yeah so we can talk about that next week about what it was like to have some of those experiences and
0: And that might be more than one part I don't know if we'll get through everybody no that'll I think this will probably kind of be where we go from here Mm -hmm.
1: and then I think there's quite a few of you that have things that are worth saying specifically about your journey so Mm -hmm. this may
0: it might get long But that's okay because we like Jesus and he can have some time. And if you don't or this isn't something you want to hear right now, Mm -hmm. um, like I encourage you to listen just to kind of hear what different people have to say and what their journey was like. But I don't want anyone to feel like if you don't listen to this, you're going to miss like something huge exactly. Like, yeah, I don't think it's it's a big part of our journey and it's important to us. So I think listening to it from that perspective Mm -hmm. to understand why it was so important for us as a system Um, But we're not trying to like preach to you and say you all have to. Well, and I think one of the other benefits for you guys as a
1: system that other people could find in other places if they don't have or aren't ready or whatever for a faith, um, it gave you guys a collective like orientation, I guess, towards Mm -hmm. the world a little bit um, that I think was really helpful. Like the concept of, of love being really important and some of those things that I think Helps you have your values the same and your goals more similar. And so, like, obviously for for you and for me, we believe faith is an important part of that. But if it isn't for someone else, they if they can find some other common ground mm-hmm. um, to kind of and maybe it's just like we've talked about doing with my kids, like a set of this is how our family runs. Yeah. Um, but I think that piece you can take from this, even if you don't take it mm-hmm. in a faith way and and like we said we are not bashing any denomination we are not saying if you're catholic if you're methodist if you're lutheran if you're whatever that your your system is worse than some other like system of of religion yeah um but you know like ash and i both have had experiences in a couple different christian churches and so we want to be able to kind of just talk about what that was like um and how it affected like faith but it doesn't mean your experience has to be even part close of, to like, the same.
0: how we ended up where we are. So it feels important to talk mm-hmm. about, but it's not like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, we're not preaching. Um, and just that sharing. said, though, if you do have questions about our faith, if you do want to know who this Jesus human we talk about is, if you want resources because you have questions, or I, I don't know, but we're happy to answer anything. Like we're not going to be offended by a question. I'll tell you. I'll tell you all about Jesus. Amy really loves Jesus. You. you do, and it's beautiful. And so, like, please ask questions and and ask them. You don't have to ask questions because you believe, and you are like just trying to learn more. Like, you can be like, I think this is crap,
0: and I'll tell you what I
1: think. Yeah, and mostly like,
0: mostly nice. Ways.
1: Try to be respectful, and we'll be respectful in any answers we send. But like, we get that people might not be where we are.
0: In your but life. we love Jesus, and you have to deal with that.
1: Yes. That is an important part of your guys' identity is that you love Jesus. And I think it was something important that and brought I us do. closer, you guys and myself. Um, I really love
0: Jesus.
1: And Amy really loves be Jesus.
0: The time, love and
1: Jesus. she really loves to tell people about Jesus. So if you'd like to talk to Amy about Jesus, Amy would happily tell you all about I Jesus. Would. You would, and it's beautiful. And I love it. And I think for... A child, um, you have a really good understanding of faith. And children sometimes struggle with some of the more complex parts. Um, and you you can explain a lot of things really well. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. All right. Anything else anyone over there has to say about this? Nope. I said what I did mean. <laughs> I said anyone else? No. <laughs> I love how you answered for yourself and no one.
0: I meant Everyone, but I said what I needed.
1: I know. I think what you meant was like no one else wanted to say anything, and you got you said what you needed to. But it sounded funny. That's what I. Said. I know. I usually know what you mean. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, in that case, um, the email address. You, you guys are better at this.
0: Um, my puzzle pieces podcast at gmail.com. Send us a message. Message us on some of the platforms, and it will be in the show notes.
1: All right. You heard the girl. Yeah. Have a good day, everybody. Goodbye.